The moment you're taking somebody's money, which they're then putting their trust in you, they're investing in you, you need to make sure that you're giving them the right experience and you're showing up as a professional because you are telling them essentially, I'm a professional because I'm asking you for money for my services. So you really need to make sure that you have a system in place that does all of those piecemeal things in a professional way and ends up providing a really good experience for your clients. Hey mama, I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson. I'm a wife, mama to two, and business coach for moms with businesses. I'm on a mission to help you go from the best kept secret to a reputable brand that results in a profitable business. And the best part, you don't have to sell your soul to social media to achieve it. My very first business was a photography business that I started back in 2014. And by 2018, it became my full-time career and I was able to leave the classroom. Along the way, I've built and scaled multiple six-figure businesses. I started this podcast as a way to encourage, equip, and inspire you on your entrepreneurial journey. If you're ready to find a community that supports you, implement strategies in your business that work, and uncover that confidence within you, this podcast is for you. Grab your kids some snacks and pop those earbuds in. It's time to grow and scale your business. Meredith, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. I feel like this is the year where I'm bringing everybody back on just because it seems like it's been forever, which I do think it's been a while. I think it's been two years since you came on the podcast. Yeah, I was trying to think when the last time was and I couldn't remember. So it's definitely been a long time. And it's been fun to watch you over the last couple of years, though. All of the content that you've pushed out has been so great. So happy to be back. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Well, I'm excited to talk to you today. For those listeners who maybe have not heard our past episode or have no idea who you are, will you give us a little introduction and background? Sure. So my name is Meredith Gradle, and today I am the CEO of Irisworks, which is a studio management CRM system for photographers. But many years ago, uh, that's not what I was doing, and I was a photographer myself. So I started shooting actually before my first child was born, and I was really just interested in photography and I had some friends who were wedding photographers here in Indiana, which is where I live. And they were looking for second shooters. And they were like, we are always just looking for someone who is reliable. And we can teach you the photography side of things. And so they really kind of took me under their wings. And I second shot weddings for I don't even know how many years before I started doing my own stuff. And so I started my own business, uh, primarily was shooting portrait work. So lots of families, kids and then really got into the newborn world, which I I had like a love hate relationship with all the newborn photographers can probably commiserate because I think it is so difficult and challenging. All of photography is but especially newborns because you can't tell a newborn what to do and you can't control what you know, if they're gonna be happy or sad or poop or pee all over you. But so yeah, so I did that for many, many years. And I really did love it, but it got to the point where I was fortunate that I had built it to the point where it was my full-time role. I stopped shooting as a second shooter and, and really was focused on my own business. And I thought I was doing a decent job of running it, but I did have kind of like a big aha moment, which you've probably heard me 
talk, talked about this before, but I had a client who I really just wasn't communicating well with my clients and I wasn't doing it consistently. And so long story short, I had a client who loved the images that I delivered, but had such a horrible, ex- horrible, I guess maybe a strong word, but they didn't have a good experience with me. And I ended up losing the client who it was, that was probably their fourth session that I had shot. So it was a, a continual client that kept coming back and they had referred people to me in the past and I lost all those referrals. So that kind of made me realize, okay, whatever you're doing, Meredith, it's not really working. <laughs> it's not how you're going to grow a business. It's not how you're going to keep your customers and keep them happy. And so I kind of took a hard look at what I was doing, which really at the time was not a whole lot. It was kind of like a homegrown system. I you know, had some templates in my Gmail that I would you know, use to send to people. But oftentimes I would forget to send them, period. I would forget to send like, hey, here's what you need to be prepared for for your upcoming session. I hardly ever sent an invoice, which made asking for money like the norm for me, which is really kind of an awkward thing at the time of a session, you know, like, okay, well, you owe me $500. And did you bring that money? Or do you have that check? And then occasionally, I would send out a contract. At the time, this was a very long time ago, I was like paper contracts. So that hardly ever happened. And so anyway, long story short, realized it was time to make a change. I looked at what my options were at the time. From a software standpoint, I'm a, I'm a super like systems type person. And I love leveraging technology to make my life easier. And I just hated everything that was available. I thought they didn't work the way my brain operated. And I found them really confusing. And so that's how Irisworks was born. I said, okay, it doesn't need to be this. This shouldn't be this hard. So what does it look like for a photographer like me to operate their business? And that's how we kind of designed and built Iris. And that was, we launched in 2015. And now we are helping thousands of photographers across the world run their businesses. So it's been kind of fun. I'm now still in the photography world, but I'm not shooting actively, except for my own kids. And then sometimes like our family friends. So yeah, that's kind of my background. What an evolution of how Irisworks was born. I think one of my favorite things is really when founders of tech companies or really any any company that helps photographers, it could be a camera bag, whatever it is. I love when they have been photographers themselves because they have been in it and they can experience it. And then from there, they know what the pain points are and they know what solutions need to be made. And to me, that is exactly what Irisworks is. One thing that I get asked a lot is like, well, when is the right time to get a CRM system or, you know, hey, I'm only doing like people will give me their whole backstory. Here's what I'm shooting. Here's my average number of bookings. Am I ready, you know, to implement Irisworks? And I always tell them the sooner the better. And I really want to, I really want to dive deep into your background of what you were doing before you created the software you needed. Because I think this is where a lot of photographers are. When you first get into it, you're just excited to shoot and to have people pick you and you don't you're not necessarily super worried about the money. Yes, you want to make money, you don't want to shoot for free, but you're kind of just piecemealing it all together and that's when things start to fall apart. You drop balls. I have been there and so I just want to ask you some questions about how you ran things manually. You gave us a little bit of insight 
but I just want to point it out in case someone missed it. So how were you actually booking your clients at that time? Were you paper and pin girl? Tell me, what were you doing? Yeah. So this will date me a little bit because there was no like line booking options, right? So it was at this time, 2010, right? It was like Facebook. We lived on Facebook. And so people would message me there. They would, I had a website, so I would get inquiries through my website that would come into my email. And then what I would do when I actually booked someone, when someone said, yep, I, I want to hire you, I would put them on my calendar. I did have a, a calendar through Gmail, right? And I used that, but what I didn't have was any, uh, I didn't put anything else on my calendar. I just had the session on there. So I didn't have any reminders like, hey, make sure you send an ask for payment regardless of how you do it a week before or didn't have any follow-up messages that was after the fact say hey Meredith make sure you reach out let them know where you are in the process or make sure you deliver your images by this date um, and so forth and so the only thing that was really standardized was putting the date on my calendar that was the only thing and that was a manual process right nobody was doing that for me and I think looking back there were I made a thousand mistakes, right? We all do. I think to your point of when you ask, you know, people say, well, when should I do this? If I could give one piece of advice to photographers or business owners in general, the moment you start taking money for your services, you need to have a system in place. And it should not be what mine was, right? It shouldn't just be piecemealing together. The moment you're taking somebody's money, which they're then putting their trust in you, they're investing in you, you need to make sure that you're giving them the right experience and you're showing up as a professional because you are telling them essentially, I'm a professional because I'm asking you for money for my services. So you really need to make sure that you have a system in place that does all of those piecemeal things in a professional way and ends up providing a really good experience for your clients. Yes, I could not agree more. And here's the problem. Photographers want to complain about our industry all the time. And I get it. There's a lot of things that seem broken or we could do better. But here's the thing. It starts with you. And if you want people to pay you 300, 400, 500, et cetera, dollars for a session, but you are manually doing everything and relying on your own brain and your own reminders to lead people through a client experience, you are contributing to the problem because here's the thing, you're going to drop a ball. And once you drop a ball, you are risking your reputation. You are risking your referrals. You, I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. And when trust is broken with any photographer in our industry, it affects us all. Absolutely every single one of us. I cannot tell you how many clients have come to me and told me nightmare stories. And it's just, that's why people think they should only pay $100 to all of us to shoot pictures. And so that's why I couldn't agree with you more. I think, again, the moment you start taking money, the moment you have paid sessions, one, two, three, doesn't matter. I think that you need to have an entire system built out because here's the thing, a lot of people wait too long they wait till busy season and then they have 25 plus sessions over a span of two to three months and they have no time to implement anything. And again, more, more things are falling through the cracks and you're just, you're missing it. So you're giving a less than five star client experience. You're making it harder on yourself. And again, as an industry as a whole. So 
that's my little rant. And I hope that puts fire under their booties because that's the thing though, is you, it's almost non-negotiable. There's other things that I see photographers out there investing in and buying that really aren't going to move your bottom line, but a CRM system is the one thing that you absolutely need. Yeah. And I think what's really important to, and a, a good way for photographers to think about systems in general and operating their business in this way is if you don't invest in yourself and your business, you can't expect others to do the same. And if you don't take yourself and your business seriously, why on earth would anybody else? So you have to put yourself in that frame of mind. And in the grand scheme of things, it's a, such a small investment that has such a large return. So if you make this minor investment in the system, and it can be any system, right? Like, I think the key point here is don't not have a system. Like, any system is better than none. And so invest in yourself, in your business, so that others can do the same and be confident in that. You're going to build that level of professionalism and trust from day one, which is going to only help your business succeed year after year after year. So that's my food for thought for people is just take yourself seriously so that others can take you seriously as well. I have said those exact same words multiple times because it's true. You know, you can't just have a zero dollar, but like, like the overhead for photographers, because most of us are outdoor photographers. So we're not having to pay for a studio, which I have both. I know there's studio owners in the audience, but I'm specifically speaking to those of you. How you usually get started is you don't go out and buy a thousand dollar a month studio. You go out and you start using free and public locations. And so in your mind, all you had to invest in was your gear and everything else is profit. And that's just not, that's just not the case. So I agree so much. And again, that's something else too is I say this about people who have really crappy websites as well. You can't expect to convert $700 clients when your website looks like it was put together by a second grader. And I want you guys to use that illustration and think about what do my systems look like? Did a second grader put them together? Are they non-existent? How could I make that better? Because I'm telling you, it really will give you an X return on, on your business. So I love it. I'm so glad we have that little mindset perspective and I couldn't agree more, even if it's not Iris works, which of course we want it to be, but if it's not have something right, have just choose a system, a CRM that you love and you can commit to, and we will be happy and cheer you on. So, okay. With that being said, I do want to dive into some specifics about Iris Works because that is what I use. I've used it for years. It is what you created. I want to talk about a couple of features. You can pick and choose whatever you want. This is my favorite question, especially asking Iris Works users, what's your favorite feature? Because it's never the same and it's so cool to see. But what are some features that you guys have that can make either the booking process or the entire client experience better and automatic? <laughs> yeah, so automatic is like our favorite word, right? Like how do we take things off of your plate? And I think that's key, especially in today's world. We have so many different things flying through our heads at any given moment. And so if we can take some of that off of your mind and do it for you, like it's a big win for us and for you. So our, my, like if you are to ask me what's my favorite, it is online booking hands down. And the reason why is because 
you can literally be at the beach with your family, you can be taking a nap, you can be out for a run or whatever, and somebody can literally book a time on your calendar, pay you a deposit, sign your contract, and you you don't even know it until the next time you look at your phone and you got a notification from Iris that says, you know, Brooke has booked a session with you. And we've made it that way so it's completely hands-off. You can also have controls over it if you want, and you can have follow-ups that happen after the fact. So it can literally start the process from the top of the funnel all the way down. And once you've set it up, it's like smooth sailing from there. So it's kind of like set it and forget it type of thing. So that's my favorite. From the client experience side of things, this is something I used to talk on all the time because it was what was really my driving factor for creating Iris in the first place because I was not doing a good client experience and I saw firsthand the impact it had the negative impact it had on my business in the long run. And so the, the beauty of Iris is the workflow engine that we have is what we call it an engine. That's like a technical term, I guess. But our workflows in Iris allow you to pretty much automate as much or as little of your process as you want. And really what that does is a whole slew of things, but it sets that professional tone right from the beginning. You're not forgetting to send things you can take your time, you know, creating what that process looks like. You can use any of our templates. You can use Brooke template, workflow template. And we have a slew of others too that you can utilize as starting points or you can use right out of the box. But we have that ability so that you can, and you can personalize it too. I want to make sure people understand that. I think when, when people talk about automation, they get so worried that it will sound robotic. It's not. It, you, you have control over that. And I think people have finally started to kind of come around to that idea. But for those of you who maybe haven't used something like that in the past, you can totally personalize every message that goes out, which is wonderful. But providing that kind of consistent experience, one, you're covering your own butt, right? So you're making sure that you're doing, you're checking your boxes as a business owner. You're sending out the right contract. You're communicating expectations you're setting those expectations and then communicating those deadlines and things like that to your customers. It really sets that professional tone. It sets the stage for a long-term healthy relationship with your clients. And I think it's crucial to do a photographer's success in business. And I think what's important for people to remember is if you're not doing those things, it's going to be really hard for you to maintain that user base that you already worked so hard to get. You know, I think sometimes we take for granted once somebody hires us, we're like, yes, this is great. I've got business. You have to keep working on those customers. You know, it's not a, it's not something where you, you have a customer for life just because they hired you one time and you really need that. You, you know, you want that pipeline to stay full so that you're working in your business, you know, for many years to come. Yeah. Okay. I love, I love both of these. So my top two favorite features are the booking calendar and the workflows, which is exactly what you just touched on. And I remember at first when I was still like penciling people in on paper planner, and then of course, like Google calendar, like you did, I loved the control of that, but I hated, like, I always felt like I'm forgetting something. I know I'm dropping the ball. What is it? What is it? What is it? Regardless if I was or not, which I did a lot, but 
I would be like, yeah, I'll send that over to you. And and I hate that. And so what I loved about the workflow, especially I'll talk about booking in a minute, but with the workflow, I love, like you said, I'm able to check every single part of my process with at least one automated email to where I'm, I'm at least touching base. And a lot of my emails will say something like, text me or hit reply if you need X, Y, Z. And so that's kind of like, hey, I'm touching base with you. Here's this step in the process. Now, in order for us to complete this step in the process, which is usually like styling for me, I then I'm asking them to take an action. And so that's that's where the personalization can come in. I feel like a lot of photographers are just scared to let go of control. But the cool thing is now I'm like, I have more mental clarity back and I'm not having to feel like when I go to bed at night, oh my gosh, I totally dropped the ball on Sally today. I didn't email her. I know it's all taken care of. I've never had an issue and I've been complimented more times than I can count on how they felt like they were wowed through the entire experience. You know what I mean? Like it's, I personally, as a photographer, and I don't know if it's because I'm a photographer or if there really is a lot of work and education to be done in our industry, I have hired multiple photographers. They do not have systems like this. They typically book me. We have an email chain that goes back and forth. They send me an invoice. Like maybe they send me a contract and an invoice. I don't hear from them until the session happens. Sorry, yeah, but yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't feel good, does it? Right? No, it I makes mean, me question. Yeah. Yes. And you're worried like, okay, what, did I miss something? Am I going to the right location? Wait, where am I supposed to go? And so if you, that's another good exercise, I think, for people to do is put yourself in your client's shoes. If you're not doing these things, what would you be thinking? Like if you weren't receiving clear information on where to go, how to style yourself, what to expect when you get there, what happens after a session? Like, okay, you had, you did the photos. That's just the start of, you know, what your client eventually sees, right? So, you know, to not know what's coming next is kind of a scary thing for people. The other thing I want to say too is on the personalization aspect, the best, one of the best features I think we've added in, I don't know, it's been years now, but we, in our workflows, if you don't want to fully automate your email, you don't have to. So you can actually have it trigger like a reminder to you that's like, hey, Meredith, it's time to edit this email to Brooke and we'll, we queue it up for you uh, and you're able to go in. You can remove sentences. You can add in like, oh, Brooke, I'm so excited to see you and your two little ones this week. You know, here's what I want you to remind you of or whatever. You know, you can add in those little caveats or like, it was so great to run into you at the grocery store last week. Next week's going to be even better when we have your session, whatever, right? So you have, you have, you still have control, but you're able to, you're not having the mental of, you know, tax to say, oh, don't forget to go send that email to Brooke. Iris will do it for you and we'll say, hey, it's time to go send that email to Brooke. So again, I think that's so important. People, again, still get a little intimidated by losing control over stuff. We give you the ability to still maintain some of that control, but freeing up the brain space at the same time. So I just want to put that in there because I know it's super, we get that question a lot. 
Yeah. And that is something that has changed over time because when I first joined Iris Works, you really had two options and it was set yourself a to-do or send the email. And now you guys have personalized it. And that's what I love. Like it's ever evolving. And I think people need to understand that how it was once is not how it's always going to be. So for those of you that are prior Iris Works users, or you tried a trial two years ago, it's completely different ball game now. So you need to give it a go again if you haven't. That's my favorite thing that you guys are doing is always updating and making it better. Yeah. And honestly, I think that can be applied to any business. If you are doing things one way and you never change, your business can't evolve, right? So it's just like, like we are continually trying to adapt, evolve, improve, enhance, add new things. And a lot of that is driven by our our customer base and you know what we're seeing in the industry but the same thing should be like photographers should be asking themselves the same question what can i improve what can i make better because if you're not doing those things your business will stay stagnant right or worst of all it will decline and so you know that's just something i think every business owner regardless of what industry you're in is a great exercise to go through is just like okay what can i be changing what needs help you know, what's working well, what's not working well, what can I improve upon? And could one of those things be, okay, I need to start implementing some, uh, you know, some software or some sort of programmatic ways of doing pieces of my business so that I can free up brain space to do this, do that for my business or do this personally, or, you know, there, there might be some other things that it would, it would allow someone to, to focus on if they're able to free up some time and some brain space. So for sure. Yeah. I love that. And to get you guys started. So I was telling Meredith before we started recording that I feel like systems and client experience really go hand in hand. You know, the Venn diagrams that we used to draw in school where you draw the two circles and they overlap in the middle. That's kind of what I feel like systems and client experience are. They really do mesh together. And so with that being said, I know it's hard for you guys. You guys are probably like, oh yeah, there's a lot of things I could improve, but I don't know where to start. I'm going to link you guys to an episode that we've already done where I will walk you through a client experience exercise. That's a great starting point for you guys because you'll be able to go through that. And then the question is, how can I automate this? How can I put this step into my CRM system? And then I think that's really going to give you guys a jump start because if you're anything like me, when someone says, hey, go write a 500 page essay, it's like, oh, no, I don't even know where to start, right? Your brain doesn't want to do it. So I will link that for you guys. There are so many features that I could sit here and just talk about. So I'm going to talk about one more and then we're going to close it out for today just because I know moms are like, I can't do hour long episodes. So we're going to keep it as short as we possibly can. But One of the, I think the most obvious thing you guys offer that I talk about all the time is that booking calendar and the booking process. And it is so crucial. And I audit this every day of my education career with photographers that I coach and also my students that go through my program. Where you guys are losing clients and you're not realizing it is your booking process. It's what are you doing with leads? What are you doing with the bookings and how many steps and hoops are you making them jump through? So I could, again, this could be a whole podcast episode. And so I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to say is 
what I love about Irisworks and how it really helps me is I love when people fill out my contact form through the Irisworks onto my website which is non-existent right now, but hopefully by the time this airs, our brand new website will be just about finished. But as soon as it is, uh, people will fill that out and then they are tagged as a lead in to Irisworks, which is just so, it's just so cool because I'm able to keep track. I don't have to go back through my inbox and be like, oh my gosh, who filled this out? And then the booking calendar, the reason I love it so much is because there's really like five to seven different ways that people can set that up. And so you were talking about checking boxes earlier. And so with y'all's booking process and software, it allows me to give them important information right at the top of their calendar. They select their date, they input their information, they sign my contract and they pay their retainer. All done. I don't have to hunt people down after they've booked without those two key things. And we did a podcast in January about the two non-negotiables, which was a contract and a retainer. And I talked about how I utilize that, but y'all's booking calendar, you know, again, it's always improving. I can schedule mini sessions. I can do reschedules. I can do full sessions. I can duplicate calendars. That used to be the biggest struggle for me was like, oh my gosh, I have to sit down and build this calendar out. But then I have to do it two more times if I want to, you know what I mean? Like if I wanted to have Mm -hmm. multiple different types of sessions. And so anyway, all that being said, I, the booking calendar automatically increased my conversion so much. And I love that it's so flexible and customizable as well to whatever kind of business that you have. So you're yeah. <laughs> well, but I think what's again, putting ourselves in the customer's position, like, I can't even remember what the statistic is, but it's something crazy, like 60% of people prefer to book, it might even be more that prefer to book services online. So if you're not doing some sort of online process for booking, you are not you're automatically like, reducing the size of your potential pool of clients immediately, if you don't have that you're literally siloing yourself into a smaller group of potential clients. So I love that you are a power user of Iris, right? Like you, you know how to leverage it to its fullest capabilities, which we love. And so, so many of our, of our photographers, once they realize how they can kind of connect the dots between their website, between their social media presence and tie all of that into not only just, you know, getting leads into Iris, but, email marketing we now have, we also, you know, that can, which also can tie into your online booking process. There's so many ways to like connect the dots and close the loop, which is like a theme that we have here. It's like, how do we close the loop on this particular piece? It's, it's so easy to do. Once you get started, eventually you can close that loop. You can connect all those dots and have this fully seamless experience, not just for yourself and your business, but for your clients. And so I think if, if people can, you know, stop for a second and think about, you know, put, putting themselves in the position of a client who's searching for a photographer, what should that experience look like? Like, what is a, what is a seamless experience for a client look like? The, the beauty of Iris is that Iris is the solution for both the business owner and the client, right? So it serves multiple purposes. It has benefits on each side. And so it, it truly is not just helping the business owner or the photographer, it's also helping their clients, which in turn, you know, continues to feed back into the business. Again, I love that you're already 
So highly leveraging the system because it is, it's a powerful one. Yes, it is. And while there's a learning curve in the beginning, if you keep working at it, you start figuring things out. And I will also say, I probably, even though I am a longtime user, I still don't fully utilize every single feature. And so there's still so much for me to learn as well, but it has been pivotal for my business. Yeah. And I think that's okay too. I think that's that's what's amazing about this industry is that we're all photographers. We're all running photography businesses, but every business is still different. And so there might be pieces of, of Iris that don't, you know, pertain to your business. You don't have to use it, you know, it's okay. But so much of it can be used across the board and for photographers, for other solo entrepreneurs and so forth. And I think that's the beauty of it. You can, you can use it uh, and immediately see value. And then over time, as your business evolves, Iris is there to continue to support how your business is growing and, and, and building upon itself. So always looking to continue to improve and support photographers and business owners in that way. Yeah, I love it. Okay, last thing. Do you have anything coming up for Iris or anything you want to talk about? I know it's hard for people to understand how tech companies work. It takes a lot of manpower behind the scenes. And, you know, in our heads, we think, oh, it's instantaneous. If we ask you for this feature, you should be able to whip it up in 30 days and then we have it. But that's really not the case. And so that's something I've learned just through being involved with you guys and talking to you and things like that. But if there's anything you want to share, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that because it is like tech is just a different beast. And as a non-technical founder of a company, I've had to learn that the hard way. And I used to say things like, can we just make this small change, you know, tomorrow? And no, that's not the way it works, you know, because if you make this change, it affects, it can affect other things. And anyway, so I appreciate that intro for this. Yeah. So, uh, so like you said, we are constantly working on, uh, on things and that includes enhancements, improvements, additions, net new things. And so I, I won't give too many specifics because what also I have learned in this business is that oftentimes things get shifted around in terms of priority or something new and innovative kind of comes up and we decide, okay, wait, this has, a, this would have a much larger impact for our customers and so forth. But one of the, one of the main themes for the year is, uh, is providing better insights into the health of your business. And so we are going to be working on a couple of net new things that will help photographers really at a, at a glance, see how healthy their business is and how their business might be growing or hopefully not the opposite, but hopefully show it and then how their business is growing. And so that's kind of one theme. And the other is just usability. The, the one thing that I think is hard about software is that we all know that it can help us, but there is a bit of a fear of starting a new program or uh, starting a program even uh, because it, it can be intimidating. But again, there's a lot of stuff here that's powerful. It can do a lot for you. And so sometimes people get scared of that. And they sign up and they're like, oh, gosh, wait, I don't know what to do. Where do I begin? And so another big thing for us this year is really trying to remove more hurdles so that when someone signs up for Iris or someone signs back up for Iris, they're like, okay, I know what I'm doing. This makes sense. The things are more intuitive for you and so forth. So those are kind of two of our big themes. There's a lot of stuff that is underneath that that will go into those. But I think that's, you know, both both are equally important. The usability side of stuff is something we've always 
always strived to be the best at. And we've done a good job, but we want to be better, right? We always want to be better. And so as many hurdles as that we can remove for people, that's kind of our goal is, is to continually do that. Well, I'm super excited, especially about the first point, because I'm a nerd about data and numbers, and it's something that I teach photographers to pay attention to. So I'll be very excited to teach further on that and utilize IrisWorks for that as well. And you guys already have, you know, a lot of, I don't know, numbers and data that we can tap into. I wouldn't say it's always easily accessible, which is probably part of what you're changing, um, but it still gives you, it's still great to have. It's better than having absolutely nothing. And so I'm excited for both of those. And thank you for taking time out of your day to come on the podcast and just give us the behind the scenes and help us get to know you and more about IrisWorks, how it can really help our business. And we just appreciate you. So thank you for all of this. Thank you, Brooke. I appreciate you too. It's been great.